First into it, everyone knows about uh, smart meters, uh, the the things uh, everyone's talking about, whether it's electricity or water, but particularly water. We have a massive problem with uh, water in this country, but a meter can only do so much. Uh, What is special about this system that you've come up with? Right, so there's quite a few things that's special about it. The one thing is that the meter gives you high-resolution information. So it's not just a matter of telling you for the day you've used this much or for the hour you've used this much. It actually breaks up your consumption into what we term events. So this thing can show you at exactly what hour of the day you opened the tap and when you closed it again, um, which helps you to identify which types of behavior has an impact on your water consumption. So uh, you can see that the fact that you've used the washing machine took 70 liters or the fact that you had a bath took 200 liters or a shower 20. That's the first thing. The the second thing is that we also have um, alarms built into the system, which notifies you of uh, events that exceeded volumes, for example, or if there are leakages on the pipes. Now, again, this is not rocket science. but um, So what we also do in addition to this is to just try to explain the information that we gather in something that's digestible to uh, people from all walks of life. Uh, For example, we we process the information and present it as Trump-type playing cards for the children in the school um, to force them to engage with the numbers that we accumulate. Um, I don't know if you recall the Trump cards that we played played with as children. Um, Mm -hmm. So we would list on those Trump cards playing cards, what the losses for the day was, what the consumption for the day was, and also uh, give an indication of how that relates to something tangible. So how many swimming pools full of water did the school lose during the evening, for example? Um, so it, it's, it's more about breaking open that type of information that has up to now been hidden to uh, general society to, to help them understand how their consumption affects their, their uh, bill at the end of the month. Indeed. I mean, I think making something understandable. I mean, just yesterday I was uh, trying to um, uh, unpack an error code that I had on my washing machine. I had to refer to the Internet, which clearly uh, you you don't need people doing that in this one. So you've integrated uh, clearly what is, uh, you know, a very simple interface, which is easy to understand. You've spoken about some examples in a home but looking bigger picture wise and you've rolled this out at a a school as a pilot project tell us about the impact that it's had uh, in this pilot project okay sure so so very simply put we're saving one school in Stellenbosch the equivalent of two junior teachers salaries uh, per month so the the impact has been enormous and this has been a huge surprise to me the, the schools just did not have any idea how much water they were using and also no idea how much of that was unnecessary. Um, so the, the types of things that we did to, to achieve the savings was, first of all, as I said, to, to break open the information and to share it with the teachers and with the learners in, in separate instances. And then um, so that, that affected their behavior. But what we also did was to, uh, in real time, give them feedback of their consumption. So, for example, when a pipe burst during the holidays in July, they got a notification, and within hours they could stop it, which, around, with our estimates of the, the leak, that would have had an impact of at least a million liters of water during the holiday week. Um, the the other other things that we did was we uh, we put in timer controls on the urinals. That's something that also surprised us. The old school urinals in the schools 
just keep on flowing. Um, there's, there's no stop to them. And these things can easily consume a kiloliter each per evening. So just by putting those on a timer control that opens it up for 15 minutes every now and again, rather than keeping flushing, uh, we were able to save a substantial amount. Uh, the other thing is we allow the, or we let the school, school know by the end of the day how many or how much water is flowing so that they know if there's something open. Um, many of the schools have over 40 toilets, and it's really difficult to go around and monitor and manage each one of them individually. So by just notifying them at the end of the day before they close up the school, you still have one or two open. At least they know more or less where to go and they know that there is still something open that they can manage. How sensitive is it? Because, I mean, I think of a school and I, we're so used to walking into public uh, toilet facilities and perhaps one of uh, the cisterns is leaking slightly. As you say, the urinals are leaking, uh, leaking slightly. There could be potential for, you know, thousands of liters of loss just in small things. So, I mean, can it pick up things like that? Yeah, definitely. And, and that is actually where the problems uh, are. It's, it's those small things that people think don't mean anything. As soon as you enter into an evening that lasts for numerous hours for a school, um, those small things accumulate. And um, definitely, yes, the, the sensors can detect that. We, we detect with pulses up to 10 liters, which is not uh, typical for industrial applications. And because our whole system came from a, a smart geezer controller for a household, we started off with a very fine resolution, so we were we were geared uh, properly for that. And just to give an idea, a leaking toilet can easily do four kiloliters per night, even though the um, the inspector won't notice it necessarily. That, is, that, 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 that it's quite incredible. So there potentially there's some massive water savings to be made, but clearly none of what you've put into this uh, pilot project at Lesko Stellenbosch comes cheap. How much does this cost? I mean, in, in this case, the school is making money, but somebody has to pick up that tab. I mean, what's mm. the, the next step moving forward in terms of rolling this out? Yeah, that's a very good question. So, so the first school, we did just did a pilot, as you said, but we've also now rolled out at a few other schools. And our agreement with the school is that if we manage to save them substantial amounts of water, um, then we will charge a monthly fee. So the monthly fee that we're charging is... A, a fraction of what they're saving. Um, the schools that we've done now are saving all of them above 10,000 rand a month, um, and in the one instance, 30,000 rand a month. So we basically charge them a monthly fee that's a fraction, and we try to enter into a contract with them. So the university has created this spin-off company um, that we are using as a vessel to, uh, to drive this project and to save water and to uh, help society as a whole. How sustainable is it, though? Because obviously at this stage, uh, potentially it sounds as if it uh, sounds like one of these so-called win-win situations where mm. the savings are big enough to justify the schools and presumably uh, private people as well from using this technology and uh, subsidizing it. Yes, you're really asking good questions. So the, the, um, the schools are uh, really concerned about losses that they don't know of. So initially, yes, we will just run off the savings, but what we found with um, quite, quite a number of the schools that we've spoken to, um, the, the cost of water has doubled in the last month. So in Stellenbosch, the, the rate of a kiloliter has gone from 27 rand to 57 rand um, in, in one month's time. So schools are really concerned that they may have leaks and they're not aware of it and they only learn about it two months afterwards when they receive the bill. So the, the, it's, it's not just a matter of saving. It's also an, also an insurance policy that the schools take out 
by installing this device. Um, so they get early notification if anything goes wrong. Okay, you're saving schools a lot of money. If every single house and every single institution in the province or indeed around the country had these things, it sounds as if we'd have enormous water savings. Have you been in touch with Department of Water Affairs, uh, the provincial water affairs? I mean, what is the connection? What is government doing? Because this sounds, as I said, I said before, as something which logically we should all have. Definitely. So we have spoken to um, almost all parties we can we can uh, we could get hold of. We've not had a lot of support though. Um, we we're still still negotiating with them, and we've just decided to go at it on our own for now until we made make a big enough impact that they start to listen. But yes, you're definitely right. There are thousands five hundred schools just in the Western Cape, and I can tell you now that the the level of maintenance. And the amount of water that's wasted is, is shocking. Um, at each and every school that we visited, except maybe one, um, we found that a lot can still be done. As a thumbsuck figure, if yes. um, all the schools in the province um, were using just the schools, what do you reckon the you know the, the the amount of water savings would be? I believe we can save 15 million liters of water a day. 50 million liters a day. That's just, just in, in the, the Western schools. Cape. Just in Western Cape schools. Yeah. Just in Western Cape schools. And I'm really confident of it. We were able to achieve um, 15 kiloliters for one school in, in a matter of one week. So I'm, I'm quite confident of it.